Oh, hello. Didn't see you all there. My name is Ryder. And this is the sixth episode of the exclusive podcast podcast. The most exclusive podcast on the planet. And I am here, as always, with my dear friend and co-host, Mims. Say hello, Mims. Fuck the Florida Gators. All right. (laughs) And uh, today, we are here with a good episode. Mostly basketball today. Mostly basketball. We're going to briefly touch on some of the crazier football games this week. Um, We're not going to go through every game, not even close for that matter. And uh, the Bills just returned to kick, barring a... Oh, <laughs> uh, no, there was a flag. Yeah, but um, no, no. All right. Uh, to stay on topic. Yeah, we're going to be doing mostly <laughs> basketball. And we're going to be giving our uh, over under picks for season wins for every team. And then we're going to be giving out uh, our predictions for player awards, such as MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, All-NBA First and Second Team, Most Improved Player, uh, Coach of the Year, uh, Eastern Conference Final Winner, Western Conference Final Winner, Rookie of the Year, and all that good stuff. Things of those natures. Yeah. But it's kind of giving you our overall, a broad, you know, gla- like a little skim of the uh... – of the NBA season, we kind of waited till last second to get this out. Literally, this is going to drop the day the season starts. So, yeah, recorded the night before. But, you know, if you're yeah. looking to cash some futures right before, the, you know, that first game tips off, check us out. <laughs> um, also, uh, yeah, we're, yeah, never mind. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Anyways, uh, yeah, before we do all that, though, as always, we're going to talk about our teams. And with that, I'll pass it over to Mims. Uh, yeah, so we went out and dog-walked the Florida Gators at 11 in the morning. It was awesome. I set an alarm to watch it because I worked the night before, super late. And Ty Davis-Price sunned the entire Florida defense. To give you all an idea, if it wasn't for a prayer, Hail Mary, the score would have been 28-6 to about a minute into the second half. And we pretty much ran one play the entire half, the entire second half. It was a counter trap left or counter trap right with a guard and tight end pulling. And Florida was in a fucking box. So on that note, they turned the ball over four times, which gets me to my Peterman player of the week, uh, the Florida quarterbacks, just both of them. Fuck them. I don't care how good Anthony Richardson played. They had four interceptions. Just fuck Florida. That's my whole memo for the week. Just God, it felt great. Felt really good to get that win. And uh, the Saints had a bye week. So, I think Michael Thomas is coming back next week, which would be clutch. And Will Lutz was uh, – I can't believe Michael Thomas is coming back. I know, right? And we're going to get our kicker back off the IR. So, that's great. Good news for the Saints. So No more Cody pretty, Parkey? No more Cody Parkey. I think we had like a week of Cody Parkey, literally. Like we had him – we signed him last week. And then he played a game. And then we had the bye week. And now Will Lutz is coming off IR. Hmm. So hopefully that worked. Hopefully he is on pace to return next week. So that'd be great. And uh, yeah, also, if you're a Florida fan and you're upset, I get it. And if you guys don't start Anthony Richardson, y'all are not a serious football program. 
and I'll end it on that as far as LSU and Florida goes. But yeah, what what say you about the old the old Shamecocks and uh the Patriots? I'm gonna plead the fifth on the Gamecocks yet another week. <laughs> and I know that makes me look like I don't care. How could you care? I do care. It's just that I, I won't subject myself to watching to watching that, you know? Like we I didn't watch the game. Because I knew it was going to be close. They put us at 18 something and a half. Like, it was thinking it was 18 and a half points. Yeah. Like, excuse me. Like, <laughs> I, who I do you said think it, we are? <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, don't get it twisted. We are terrible. Like, we are down there. With, we won by one point, man. Like, since you got me I talking think, about it, like, I've been, I, think I already. A great look on the East as far as like the bottom three teams is like there's Vanderbilt in their own tier of shit. And then like y'all in Missouri, but I think I thought the gap between Missouri and y'all and Vanderbilt was a lot bigger. It's not. <laughs> it's not at all. Like, and that's that's that, and that's where I'll leave that. And as far as the Patriots goes, play one of the hottest teams Yeah, I mean we look good. I don't want to talk about it honestly. I really don't. It's just like Are you mad they called back. I'm not mad. I'm heartbroken at this point. Like I'm really not mad because like we did play. Like a, I, I, I don't know, I don't know, man. I don't Are know. Heartbroken about them calling back Jacoby's first touchdown. Yeah, that that made me want to cry. I was so sad. <laughs> he was so excited, dude. Never caught a touchdown, and I started him in one of my leagues because I was like, man, I think he's gonna get his first one today. I don't know what it was, but the rest took that away from him and I. And I hope he goes, like, the first five seasons of his career with no touchdown. I think that would just be hilarious. I hope he scores, like, 5,000 after that. But, like, if he just goes, like, five years without scoring, what a meme. Y'all thought I was on Julio Jones' ass. Jacoby Myers, man, please get a touchdown. Shut this man up. Anyways, uh, but the Red Sox, um, they're playing as we speak right now. And it's quite hilarious. We are dinking the hell out of the Astros. It is 12 to 3. We've scored again since I turned it off. Uh, looks like Devers hit another in the bottom of the eighth. That's fantastic. Uh, yeah, we're the hottest team in baseball right now. There's nothing to say be said about that. Um, I don't Dude, even think it's Braves. close. No, it's not even close. The Braves, Braves. have not been hit putting up the – one hits, two runs that we've been hitting up. The Braves have been – they've won on the last at-bat in the ninth inning the last two games. Uh, they, they're still beating probably the defending World Series champions when they're missing their best player. I mean, I like, like I said, like I, I, I didn't think it would even be a possibility. Uh, if the Red Sox play the Braves, that's going to be the People Series, man. Because nobody wants to see the fucking Astros win. Nobody wants to see the Astros win, and and nobody except wants for me. except for you because you're weird. And then uh, nobody else wants to. <laughs> see, no, nobody wants to see the Dodgers win. I know that for a fact. So I think everybody's pulling for the Sox and the Braves. And the Sox are the hottest team in baseball. Our bats are going cuckoo bananas, and it's great. It's been fun to watch. Um, I love that team. I just love that team. Alrighty, and I think that's all I have to say about that. 
So we will move on to some NFL talk. Uh, I guess the first game we'll talk about, Geno Smith kept it close with the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's pretty surprising. <laughs> Geno Smith. <laughs> yeah. Geno Smith. Geno Smith, once upon a time, he was a quarterback of West Virginia. He, uh, he was a monster. He was a menace with a young he put man up, by the name of Tavon Austin. <laughs> is he was, was it was that not the team that put up 70, like 70 points, points on Clemson? It was like seven yeah, on a ball did. game. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, like 70 to like 33. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> it was it was <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Uh Geno Smith lost, unfortunately. He wasn't finding his receivers, which is not good for my fantasy teams because I own at least one of DK Metcalf or Tyler Lockett in all three of my leagues. Uh, Pittsburgh just keeps slipping through their the wins they have had. They're three and three. Uh, I think they're pretty bummy. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Um, it was a pretty bad week of football. I think that's why this is a good week to talk about basketball. Uh, another close one. Out. Yeah, it did, did work out in our favor. Uh, another fun one was the uh, Panthers-Vikings. Um, that was actually a great game. Yeah. I, I mean, it probably, might have been the best game of the week, honestly. Yeah, it probably either y'all, was. Either y'all's game or that this game. Honestly, no offense, but y'all I, I would I would fun. say that I would say that game was probably more fun to or, watch. Depending on how this Bills, I mean this Bills Titans game has been awesome. It's happening. Yeah, twenty two seconds left in the fourth right now. Fourth, it's and fourth one. and one. They need to take yeah. the three and go to overtime say, for the people. Whatever that, whatever that play happens, we'll, y'all you'll hear our reaction. There has a. I was watching Red Zone this uh, on yesterday. Um, there's been overtime. Every week so far this season. Oh, it's, like, it's been, ne- it's the been most, crazy. There have been 18 games this year so far uh, decided on the last play. On Like, it, there's been a game-winning score on the last play of the game. It's the most since 1970. I saw that stat. I like I like I another no, right here. Like, no shit. Like, there's a lot of good teams. Like, it's yeah. – it's, it's, <laughs> I don't want to say it. And it's showing. Like, yeah. There's a lot of good football players, Grant. You're going to make me say it. <laughs> <laughs> they did not get that. Wow. No, I'm behind you. What a dumb fucking play call. Yeah, I don't like that. They try to catch him off guard. It's still terrible. Anyways, um, yeah, that Vikings-Panthers game, uh, they both moved to three and three. Uh, Sam Darnold, to be fair, he had a terrible game again, but his receivers were awful like i watched like most of that game just because it was the closest game on and um and we live in carolina so yeah you're fucked (laughs) (laughs) you're a fan of any other team in the nfc and you live here tough shit yeah uh but anyways yeah they sucked like dj moore was dropping passes like they couldn't get open so to be fair on him like it wasn't all his fault he did have a bad game, but he did. Like, he had – the boy is fast, man. <laughs> did you see that run he had? No, I didn't. I caught, like, the second half of the game, but I was, like – I was <laughs> driving back from Columbia the uh, 
that day and I would had a few adult beverages Saturday night so I could safely say I was in bed resting <laughs> yeah fair enough fair enough not um, asleep but definitely kind of uh the nice little headache relaxed <laughs> but yeah it was a good game um I think the Vikings are a better team than them right now like on roster I think the Panthers are a little young the Vikings just don't have a good defense I feel like they're yeah. like almost like counter opposites of each other because the Panthers offense like they just they need a like a top like at least above average quarterback. I think Donald at this point is just barely below average. I'm not blaming him, but like he's not gonna win you games if that makes sense. I don't know if he'll lose you games anymore, but I don't know if he's gonna win you any games. Yeah. I mean like if they had Kirk Cousins, I would say I mean yeah, exactly. They would be. Yeah, Saints. In my opinion, that's Kirk Cousins look pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, helps out when you have Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen, and Dalvin Cook in the backfield. Irv Smith ain't too bad either. Exactly. But uh, the Vikings defense looked good. Like oh, really, yeah. like they were making plays. Yeah, on yeah, character. Yeah. But um, and then the only only other game to be mentioned is Trevor Lawrence got his first win, and it was in London. And we kind of proclaimed this; we saw this coming. Trevor Lawrence has, has never not, won on American soil. Never won on American soil, not one time. In a pro football game, that screams bust to me. Yeah, and he won by three. He only threw one tutty. That's pretty lame. Just saying, two is zero and two against Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, exactly. So, like, Trevor Lawrence can't be anybody but his old foes. Except for Joe Burrow. Well, I mean, Joe Burrow. That's his, that's his dad. Yeah. It's kind of sad. <laughs> I saw a mic'd up. Joe Burrow was mic'd up for that game. And um, he said, it gets better, bro. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> Post game, he was like, yo, it gets better. <laughs> Just good old Papa Joe giving his son some his friendly some word of advice. But yeah, Trevor Lawrence got a win. Congratulations, Trevor. You still and suck. Urban Meyer. And Urban Meyer. And Urban Meyer. He needed it so bad. Speaking the look on his face when the game ended was so funny. Oh, yeah. He's like, I can't believe it. <laughs> this game just ended. Uh, Derrick Henry is a. He, He's a problem. 20 rushing yards, 143 – 20 20 rushes, 20 attempts, 143 rushing yards, and three touchdowns. Fucking insane. Um, He won't stop. Just refuse. They just just beat the Bills. 34 to 31 in a good game. They could have sent it to overtime, but they had a terrible play call at the end of the game to send Josh Allen up the gut. Like, it looked like he was – I don't Come. know if I would have kicked the field goal either. They were so close. I would have handed it off before I did that. That was. I mean, it was dumb. fourth and goal, bro. Like at that. No, point. it was fourth and inches. Because the first down mark was at like the three, and they were on like the three and a half yard line. Because they were reviewing that dive that Allen had on the scramble. It, not important. It's Monday night, man. You send that shit to overtime for the people. Absolutely, get the ratings up. Yeah, yeah. Derrick Henry's. Best running back in the NFL. I don't even think it's close. <laughs> Did you see the Bengals coming, going to be a uh, four and two? Did you see that happening? 
preseason? Preseason? No, absolutely not. Uh, Joe Burrow's been all right. He's been looking pretty good, man. Off the injury, Jamar Chase is like the best deep threat statistically in the NFL right now as a rookie. It's pretty, pretty impressive. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. I mean, he's got just on a little more turnovers and throwing the ball, throwing a few more interceptions than he usually does. But uh, other than that, you know, I, I didn't see it coming either, but it's pretty awesome. I mean, they're one of the agenda. more fun, young, explosive offenses to watch. I can't remember the last time I would want to watch Chargers, a Cincinnati probably. team ever. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, things are looking bright over there. Uh, it's almost – I mean, yeah, it's crazy. The only other thing I'll talk about in the NFL, get this wrapped up, uh, Arizona's still undefeated. They beat the Browns 37-14 to 14 on the road. Kyler Murray looks pretty fucking good. <laughs> yeah. A.J. Green's playing pretty good. Uh, I mean they- – DeAndre Hopkins doing DeAndre Hopkins things. They're six and zero, man. That's all I, I'm gonna say. Like they look, they're red hot. Yeah, Isaiah Simmons is kind of blossoming into the player he was projected to be. They got JJ Watt, Chandler Jones is a menace. Ty- oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. No, they're they're a problem. It's a good, it's a, it's a good team right there. I, I'm, I might have to. Stop calling them frauds here. Might have to put some <laughs> respect on their names. And all right. So you want to talk about some college football before we get into this NBA? Iowa goes down to Purdue, which uh no one saw coming. Yeah, no one saw coming, but if you looked, Purdue is a lot better than I gave them credit for when I looked into it. They had like one of the better defenses in the country statistically, which I did not fucking know because I just you know, who the hell pays attention to Purdue? I'd football. give Iowa the benefit of the doubt <laughs> if they weren't at home, bro. Like, really? Like, y'all are the number two team in the country. You have all like, now Cincinnati is. And this is the t- Yeah, now Cincinnati is. Way to fucking go, Iowa. Look what you've done. Cincinnati's good. I don't care what nobody says. I don't know if they're t- like the number two team in the country. No! I don't think Iowa is either, but like, still. Come on. I should have I, I wanted. I should have lost last week to fucking Penn State. Nah, man, they're the better football team. No, the, the quarterback got hurt. Nah, they were down seventeen to three, and that backup quarterback came in who I gave Peterman Player of the fucking week. Taquan Robertson. Yeah, congratulations. Seven by the way, I hope you like your uh, apparel and your coffee mug. Yeah, your coffee mug. Yeah, well, so I give you a nice coffee mug with Peterman. Oh, let me rewind. Real quick, <clears throat> my Peterman player of the week. Oh, you while forgot. We're, while right. we're thinking about it, yeah. Uh, my Peterman player of the week goes to none, the one and only Daniel Jones. First of all, he didn't have as many uh, rushing yards as Mr. Devontae Booker because Saquon's out, and he used to outrush Saquon, man. Like, what the hell, Daniel? Second of all, um, he was – he passes. threw yeah, – 51 passes, no touchdowns. Unbelievable, Daniel. How do you throw the ball 51 times and you don't throw a touchdown? That's that's unacceptable. And not only that, he had three <laughs> interceptions. They they lost to the Rams 38 to 11 at home. The Giants might be the worst team in the NFL. 
might be. Yeah, I think that's far and away. You think that, you think the Giants are the worst over the Lions and the? I would. I, did they play the Giants and the Lions play? I mean, the Lions are at least fucking competitive when they lose. I the Lions haven't won a football worst. game. Uh, football. Uh, they're the last on. Win a team yet? They play the Rams. They play the Eagles. The Giants won. Who the hell did the Giants beat? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm looking at the Lions' schedule right now. They don't play the Giants, unfortunately. Tragic. Yeah, the Dan Campbell and the Lions are the last winless team. But yeah, uh, congratulations, Daniel. Um, Freedom Player of the Week. You can continue on with your college football now. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Georgia drag Kentucky. Shocker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't as bad as we all thought it would be, though. I mean, 30 to 13. I think they covered. Yeah, they did because it was like a 23-point spread, but still, like, backup court. Like, I mean, what did Georgia throw the ball, like, 10 times? 20. Like, they just crammed it down their throats. I mean, it was pretty much – I mean, there was the game was never in question in my mind. I don't care what that halftime score said. Like, I knew who was going to win that game. But yeah, anyways. just a better football team, man. Not much to be yeah. said about that. And then were there any other games worth fucking talking about? Um, Not off the top – forgive me if I'm blanking on a big one, but I, off the top of my head, I cannot think of a big game. Baylor beat BYU, and Baylor will be ranked next week. They're six and one. Uh, yeah, there's talks of LSU trying to hire their head coach, which, oh, yeah, we are officially getting rid of Coach O. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. Or obviously, he's going to finish out the season, which brings back the age old LSU joke for whenever he was doing bad, just fire Coach O and hire interim Coach O, which is kind of what we did. But uh, yeah, no, nah, that's uh, was to be expected. I think the Vegas odds came out that Lane Kiffin was the favorite to land the coaching job. Madness would be awesome though. I personally would like James Franklin, but Hey, beggars can't be choosers at this point. Um, yeah, I just kind of forgot to touch on that, but yeah, no, that was crazy. I don't, why would Kiffin leave? We can pay more. Plus if you like, there's way more talent in the state of Louisiana to recruit. And we have a better, like, more talented roster as is. Plus, Matt Corral is about to leave, and we have Miles Brennan, Max Johnson, who say what you will about Max Johnson. Like, he can sling the like, I was about to say, he doesn't really force that many turnovers. Like, yeah, he's had like the fumble and like a couple interceptions, but he doesn't full, like, it's never like a force bad read, anything like that, in my opinion. He's had a couple, but nothing too bad. And I mean, as far as LSU quarterbacks go, he's probably like the fourth best LSU quarterback like ever <laughs> statistically. So um, then you have Miles Brennan, who I mentioned earlier, and Walker Howard, who's a five star coming in. So if you're Lane Kiffin, that appeals to you if you're about to lose your starting quarterback and you're at Ole Miss, where you don't really recruit. Like, I mean, it's not really a great recruiting school, honestly. <laughs> What have you ever heard besides when Hugh Freeze was cheating his ass off them reeling in like top recruiting classes? Hmm. 
Uh, yeah, it was a slow football week, though. Like I said, was, I mean, not much ex- exciting stuff happened at all. Uh, there wasn't many upsets. Wasn't many close games. Oh, yeah, no. it's. I mean, overall kind of a slow week, but it's a great time to give us an kind of nice – because, you know, we got some basketball to touch on. Yeah. A little, a little, yeah. little hoop, a little round ball. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Um, we'll start off with uh, uh, your favorite team here, the Celtics. All right. Let's talk about the Celtics. Uh, we waved Jabari Parker literally today, this morning. Got a yeah, notification. reference doesn't have that updated. <laughs> I yeah. thought I saw that today, too. So I, when I was looking at that, I was like, huh. Yeah, we waved him. I don't know why. Uh, I guess money. Um, I don't really think we're pushing for a ring this season, but we're just kind of like looking to improve our young guys. Uh, I think Pritchard will get some more playing time. Um, he's been hooping this offseason from everything I've seen. Uh, the fans love him. Uh, we got Tatum coming off a 50-point playoff performance he's like 23 22 years old pretty incredible um looking to big 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 season for tatum i have very very high expectations for him uh jalen brown Marcus smart uh we do have big al back uh terrible contract um but you're welcome kind of <laughs> <laughs> yeah He's like 35 or 36, dude. Like he's old as shit. But I mean, he's a competent basketball player. Oh yeah, no, no. Like yeah. if you got like 12 to 14 minutes of Al Horford, you're like he might not be a negative. We also got Cantar back, and he left for one season. So we're literally just like bringing back old players for whatever reason, except it. Just no, won't give him a chance. Makes no sense. Kind of need a point guard. We have yeah, Schroeder. Like number one um, thing I've written down for y'all is that y'all lack like a top, like really a facilitator. Like Schroeder's like fine, but like he's more looking for himself, if that makes sense. I think we're waiting on Brad Beal, man. We're just going to make him out one. He's not a facilitator. He's more of a scorer too. I feel like y'all going to be running a lot of ISO ball this year. Plus y'all got a new coach. Yeah. So I'm interested to see how he plays y'all. Like just um, comparison how Brad Stevens, because Brad Stevens was real like system-based. So – uh, these odds are from FanDuel. They have us set at 47 and a half wins. We won 36 last season. In a short a, season. Short season. So minus 10, give or take what you want from that. Uh, 47 and a half. I, I take I, the under. I mean, I, I think so too, because I, I think we're going to win like 47 games, like 47, 46 games. Like, I think that's oh, yeah. a pretty good number right there. Like, I don't think we're going to do anything extravagant by any means, but, like, I think we'll be a solid basketball team. Yeah, I mean, y'all be an annoying-ass sixth seed to see. <laughs> I think we'll be a fifth, fourth seed in the East, but that's a different discussion for a different day. Um, all right, talked about my team. I don't, same division. Let's talk about your team, Mims. Get rid of Ben Simmons. 
I mean, he'll be he, no just showing up with his phone in his pocket to practice and whatnot, just walking off before huddles are over. Like, fuck him. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think it's pretty well known that he won't finish the season we just as a trade sixer. Ben Simmons for Kyrie, like straight up, like they get defense and like Kyrie won't even play. Like the Nets said he won't play, so like they get a player that will play, and we get a perimeter score that we need. Like, who says no? I'm not sure. Probably Brooklyn. I don't – I mean, not Brooklyn. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know. I don't know if the Sixers are interested in Kyrie. I don't know why they wouldn't be, but – I mean, He's literally like he would be the perfect, like, because then – It makes too much sense, really. Because, yeah. like, like – literally. Because neither one of them want to play for the other. They would both – like, Kyrie would stay – well, I don't know if Kyrie doesn't want to play for Brooklyn. I think he just doesn't want to listen Play to basketball. Me. I don't think he wants to yeah. play basketball. <laughs> In general. Nope, he would have retired. I don't know, man. Uh, he, who knows? Kyrie knows. Maybe they have the over under for you guys set at fifty and a half. I'm smashing the under just because That's of the lot. Yeah, and the, just because of the certain uncertainty with Ben Simmons, like I just, I just don't see. And you got to take into account, Joel will be hurt at some point. He's been hurt literally every season of his career. Um, I think this is – I don't know. I I could if, see a skin. I, I'd take the over, but barely. I'd see a skin like 50, 52 and 30. I'm, like, take, you know I'm, I'm, I'm taking the under for sure. Just because, like, there's no one in that division that can guard Joel Embiid. I could slick see y'all being, like, a, like a fourth seed this year. Yeah, I think we're, like, a three or four seed, just depending on if we, if we make the bin trade and it's for someone, like – I just like think I that said. that playoff series just it's not the fact that y'all lost, it's the way y'all went out. And no, I think, that's what I'm saying. And yeah, that, yeah, was. and like that's that's like really hindered like everything for you guys. So I just I just say I, I see a step back in like regular season play, but I think come the postseason time, y'all are gonna be locked in. So I hope so. I, hope I would Joel, I would I wouldn't I like take Joel having a monster season this year though. Well. I wouldn't I wouldn't take y'all's regular season for face value if that makes sense. Like I yeah. would I would definitely just wait for playoff time because y'all will be in the playoffs. So yeah and if we are then something went very wrong. So I'm definitely I'm taking the under for that reason but that goes without saying I do like y'all got like I Y'all are kind of like a dark horse in the East this season. Like, I kind of like it. All right. At the end of the day, no one wants to have to – there's not someone in that division that can deal with Joel Embiid. And that's just like – you still have to deal with that no matter who you are. <laughs> yeah, but going to our next team from the division, no, nobody has anything for Kevin Durant. Nobody. Oh, no one on the fucking planet. And honestly, the, the closest thing to guard Kevin Durant, I would say – it's probably Ben Simmons. Oh, and yeah, it, exactly. And if you he pair him up on the same team, to your counterpoint, like, they're, like, I don't, I, that, that's going to be a problem, man. Oh, yeah. But and you got to remember, they got Siku in the offseason as well. Siku, who else did they add? I have their roster pulled up here. Hold on. Um, The line they have, FanDuel has said on their regular season wins is 55 and a half. That's right. They had uh, Paul Millsap as well, and Lamarcus Aldridge is just better now. Yeah, uh, fifty-five and a half. I don't think any of that like their stars play even like eighty-five percent of the season. 
You know what I'm saying? I think James Harden does. And if he does, I think they win like 55. Like I, I, I these these lines are like too sneaky close for me. I, I, I'm taking the under on this. 55 is a lot, but I could easily see them winning 56, even 59 games this season. No, that's what I'm saying. I don't see them winning 60, but I could definitely see them getting in that upper 50s round. I think I'm gonna go under with you. I mean, they, God, they have a lot of young talent on this team. Cam Thomas, DeAndre Bembry. I mean, Nick Claxton. Isn't their coach Steve Nash? Yeah, Patty Mills is on this team now, which like is very annoying. <laughs> Just another shooter. Great. Yeah. Awesome. And uh guy. don't forget Camp Thomas, my boy. Oh yeah, no, I think I mentioned him a second ago. They got Cam Thomas, you know. Another boy. shooter. Yeah, just an absolute chucker. Just yanking threes as much. So what he's there for? Oh yeah. Just more points, more points. No, I say uh, just off the bench. I mean, he's literally like just. I mean, I'm not gonna say it, but he's kind of like their Kyrie insurance in the sense that like he's a backup that would just shoot whenever Kevin Durant and James Harden need to come off the bench for like five minutes, <laughs> or go sit down for five minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm taking 55 and a half under there for sure. Um, yeah. Two more teams from the division. We got the Knicks, and they have 41 and a half at the line. Um, I think they got worse. <laughs> I mean, I, I, they didn't get worse. They just didn't get as – they didn't get what they needed to get. Like they got Here's how I feel. I think they got worse on defense, but I think they got significantly deeper on offense as far as options. When you add someone like Kimball Walker and Evan Fournier, and like you lose Reggie Bullock, who is a really solid defender for them, and that might cause issues, but RJ Barrett's probably gonna be picking up that position now as far as guarding the other team's best defender. And I was very low on RJ Barrett coming out. Don't get me wrong, but he's kind of proven me wrong, at least last oh, he's year. He's solid. I say at least last year he did. So I'm not saying he definitely would just pick up where Bullock left off as far as being the best wing defender on that team. But if he can show some level of just consistency there, and Kimball Walker and Evan Fournier just you know, 18 points from Kimba and like 15 points from Evan Fournier. And Julius Randle picks up where he left off last year. And you, we still haven't even talked about Derrick Rose and Emmanuel quickly. So maybe there's something there. I think their defense is going to take a big drop, but I think their offense might hit around like at least the top 12 in the league, maybe. We can't forget about how bad Julius Randle played in the playoffs last season. Oh, no, not at all. But he's a regular season monster, and that's what we're talking about. So 41 and a half, what you think? That's like right at 500. I that's we. I literally think they're like a 500 team. I'll take the over just because I feel like they can score with teams now. I I, I think I like <laughs> it's so close. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm a I'm a zig. I'm gonna take the under. I just don't like Kimba or Evan Fournier that much. Evan Fournier is okay, but just not for that money. Like they could, like that's my that's where my problem lies. Like they 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 could have just dealt with that money so much better. Like why why take that Kimball Walker contract? I don't understand what you're. Like I understand you need a point guard, but like dude, like Kimba, that's what like 
I mean, at that point, might as well go get John Wall, you know? Got the shooting Kimba has. I mean, plus you have quickly and Derrick Rose for if, you know, Kimba gets hurt like he's been the last few years. So, definitely warrant. I think there's – like I said, I think they sneaky got a little bit better, but just like their defense is going to be worse. I think their offense is just a whole lot better. But knowing Tibbs, he's going to play all their starters 41 minutes a game already. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like, yeah, I don't know. Tom Tibbs is not a good coach. No, he's not. We don't like Tibbs. It's a fraud. Anyways, Toronto, 36 and a half. They're pretty fucking bad, Mims. I think they trade Siakam by the all-star break, personally. Yeah, I'm going to ride that under real nice. You said it was 36 and a half? Yeah. yeah I, 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 see, I see them winning like 20. Lowry's gone. Games. They got Dragic, which like. He's like he's 36. <laughs> yeah, but like they didn't have a ball handler like besides him. Like Van Vliet's fine, but he's more of like a off-ball scorer. Like that's where he's ideally played at. But. I like OG to break out this season. I mean, he's going to have to. I feel like everybody's been predicting that for the last, like, four years now, though. Like, when is he actually going to do it? Fair. I think it's this year, though, like, for real. I mean, I just think his usage is going to go through the roof, and he's just not going to really have a choice. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if he gets the ball in his hands, he's fucking talented. He's proven it time. I mean, this is – yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is going to be his year. That's what I think. Uh, But, I mean, that goes without saying. Under <laughs> for sure, yeah, yeah, no. it's just a bad team. To, and this also warrants the case. I mean, I get their team is very depleted, like that entire championship team is gone, but like, no, they're, they're excuse me, they're, does, Nick Nur- does Nick Nurse trick y'all? I, I just don't understand why they got rid of um, oh, what's his face? God, Lowry, no, 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 DeRozan, no, 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 I'm gonna remember his name. Dwayne Casey. Oh, yeah. They won coach of the year. Yeah, you went coach then of the year. Then hired assistant. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you, went to get, you don't even give him a chance with that. I just don't understand. I just don't understand. Then, like, the following year, you get this new coach, Kawhi Leonard, and you're like, he's a genius. And I'm like, are, is he a genius or does he have Kawhi Leonard? Like, <laughs> but, yeah, like. Did Kawhi want to trade out and you guys just made it happen or pulled the trigger? Yeah, you guys made you guys pulled the trigger. Like that's what happened. Yeah. Like I said, does Nick Nurse trick y'all? I jury's out. We'll see how good of a coach he is this year. I'm be honest. If they hit this over, he, he's a good coach. I'll be hundred percent honest. That's yeah, that's that's facts because they're a bad team. But yeah. I, I'm just saying I don't like the way that Toronto did Dwayne Casey. Just just gonna put that out there. Oh, or yeah, Vince Carter for that matter. It's yeah, fucked Toronto for as far as I'm concerned. I don't even like Drake anyways. <laughs> yeah. All right. And that wraps up the Atlantic. Um, we'll move to Central and talk about uh, the Chicago Bulls, eh? Yeah, four, 43 and a half. I like, mm. I like their moves they, they've made this season. Uh, it all depends on if it works out as we all plan. They got Vooch. I forgot they got DeMar DeRozan as well. Up until now, like I remember it happening, I just forgot about it until right now. Yeah, and I think Levine and Lonzo are gonna be so much fun to watch. Like they play, like ideally, 
in a perfect world, like with their skill set, they play off each other so well. And like, there's gonna be so many sick lobs, like, <laughs> like so many. I can't wait. But I, um, I definitely like, like they they're stepping in the right direction. Um, I think they're a sneaky playoff team. Did you even talk about Zach Levine? That's why I said I think him and like Lonnie I love Zach Levine. Yeah, no, it's a contract year too, so you know he's gonna be playing for his bread. I could see them doing one of two things. They are either going to be really good and bust out as like a fifth seed, fourth seed even maybe if they get real hot. But I could also see them being on like an eighth seed. You know what I'm saying? Like just a – I don't know. I don't know if they have the team defense. I think Lonzo helps them out on defense overall, but I don't know if they have the team defense. I think they're a lot better – the, the Knicks. Uh, Offensively. Yeah, but, I mean, that goes without saying the Knicks were the best defensive team in the league last season, and 30. they only – yeah, I mean, they were they were pretty good on defense. the only point, point I'm trying to make, and uh, they got worse on defense this season. I don't know. I, I, liked, I liked the Bulls this season. Um, me too, me too. I'm pretty high on them. I don't know. I, 43 I and a half is <sighs> – A lot of points. I'm uh, or a lot of uh, excuse me, not points. I'm used to talking about that. Wins, uh, yeah. You, you guys get the gist. Um, I'm gonna take. Um, I'm gonna take the. I'm gonna take the under. I can see I'm them taking, winning like 42 win, 42 wins. I'm taking the over. You zig, I zag. Yeah, I mean, I could see it going either way. And they it's have close. Jones Jr. Did not know that. That is interesting. And they got. Yeah, that's helpful on defense too. Right there. Oh, Caruso as well. I knew they had Caruso, but like, okay. Yeah, I'm def- probably taking the over there. And that brings us to who's next? Indiana. Indiana, that is correct. 42 and a half. Indiana is so boring. I'm smashing the under. Mm hmm. I can see Miles Turner getting traded before the deadline. He's been trying to get out of there forever. I mean, they really didn't add anybody. This is a team that has pretty much said they've hated their last two coaches. <laughs> and, like, at this point, you just got to wonder, like, is it the coaches or are these teams just a bunch of dickheads? Like, <laughs> like I mean, I'm just saying, like, the last one they fought, like, they hated was Nate McMillan. He's won 71% of his games in Atlanta so far. So, like, what, what, what fucking gives? Are these coaches requesting possibly reasonable things? Consider all right. Like, let's just think. Of, let's, let's take. A I heard step like back. no. I heard like rumors. Like no one on like the team would like talk to him. Like the not not McMillan, but whoever was the coach last year. I forget his name. He had like some weird like Swedish name, some shit like that. Let's take a step back for a second here, though. You're in Indiana. That's not a very appealing place to want to go play basketball by any means oh. of the imagination. No, no, oh, no young star is going to want to go play in Indiana, right? God, so no old star, so no, no to one to compensate period. for your shitty location. Why don't we go above and beyond on the facilities and shit and make the players feel at home, get some cool shit? You know what I'm saying? I'm sure that's what these coaches in Indiana are asking for. Like, hey. Why don't we get some, like, I don't know, like, appeal value to our 
franchise so some we can get some like decent basketball players to come play for us. I don't know. Like the big deal about Indiana is that they're like a major like hoop state as far as like they love basketball, the whole state, but like that doesn't matter nowadays. No. People want to live somewhere dope. about that. Nobody gives that's a why, shit. That's why people are going to LA and Miami and stuff like that. Like no one wants to go to fucking what where Indianapolis is that I bet you a hundred dollars Lamella Ball's never seen the Hoosiers, man. Yeah, probably not. He's probably seen Coach Carter. But yeah, I mean, I, to be fair, I've seen the Hoosiers once. Yeah, like that's a he, classic. I think, I think he got game is so much better personally. Beyond the point. Yeah, that's, that's another topic for another day. Anyways, but um, that brings us to – I mean, how – I didn't know Tory Craig went to USC Upstate. News to that's me. Dope. And then, I mean, should we just go ahead and talk about uh, Cleveland? I was going to say the Bucks, but yeah, sure. We can talk about Cleveland. No, let's talk about the Bucks. 54 and a half. It's a lot of fucking wins, Mims. Over. I mean, if Giannis is just yanking threes now, like, why, why not? I mean, do they care about the regular season? They kind of coasted last year and it worked out in their favor. I don't know. I think I'm taking the overs still. I feel like I'm taking a lot of overs. I was about did they did they keep Mike Bud? Yeah, hell yeah, they took. Why would they fire him? They just want a chip. I don't. I don't know how much I like him. I guess if it works, he's been successful. I mean, he was successful as hell with <laughs> the Hawks when he had Jeff Teague, Kyle Korver, Damari Carroll, Paul Millsap, and Al Horford. As his like and Joe, what was it J- Josh Smith? No, they, he wasn't on that team. They got traded. Their sixth man was Dennis Schroeder, which like slick, nice, but like <laughs> Jeff Teague was their starting point guard. <laughs> that was baby Schroeder. I remember that team. Yeah, I went right. to that series against LeBron. That shit was crazy. I'm a zag though. I'm taking the under. Um, I see them winning 53. I don't see a lot of like teams that I like winning like I feel like a, it's a pretty even playing field out here Mims what do you you won't think the same thing you see you uh, say it, Grant. there's a lot of good basketball it. there's a lot of good basketball players how fucking dare you I said it I said it I mean that's what that's what I'm getting at here I don't really see like another Warriors year where like they just come out and win 70 games like I, I I hardly unless even the, see – Unless the Nets just, like, play all 82 games, like, with their starters, but, like, probably not. Yeah, and, like, who's to say there's st- – yeah, no, that definitely won't happen. So, um, I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the under. Eh, agree to disagree there. I still like the – still like the over there. Let's talk about uh Cleveland. 26 and a half. That's really low, but they're so bad. Ah. I, I, I like the over there for sure. That's just like so like and they have enough talent like alone just to kind of like fake their way through 26 wins, if that makes sense. With players like Sexton and like Garland, Mobley, Markinen. Hopefully they can trade Kevin Love. If they do, that might be worth something. Akoro. It's pretty solid, in my opinion. Um, I forgot they have Jared Allen. Wow. How you feel about? I mean, 
uh, Evan Mobley. I like him. I think he's a dark horse rookie of the year. Not to step on my my predictions later, but uh, I think he if he. I mean, he, I think when he gets some weight on him, he's going to become one of the better players in this league. I haven't seen. I think he has, and I don't say this often because I think. I'm pretty like I played. I'm not a big guy, but like when I did play basketball, I played big man, so I can I watch that position pretty closely. He and I don't like I don't take I don't say this lightly, so I want everybody to kind of take it calm down when I say this. Out of college, he reminds me very much of Anthony Davis. I'm not saying he's going to be Anthony Davis, but he has that kind of skill set. I don't think he's polished like dribbling the ball, but defensively at least. Like shot blocking, he's got all that. So if that offensive game and just scoring around the rim is gonna like just be there, and he can develop that more and more, and also just bulk up, like you said. I mean, the sky's the limit for that kid. He's yeah, he's got so much potential. They just need guards, man. They need wings. Like they have Garland, Sexton. They need just like perimeter defense. Like they need to trade some. Of I know these they. They're not going to pay. Defense. They're not going to pay both Garland and Sexton. So one oh, of them's going to go. And I'm yeah, absolutely. I'm not. thinking they're going to get rid of Sexton from what I've read and whatnot. But um, also, yeah, I guess I mean I don't know. Twenty six and a half feels low though. That's really low. Considering that they have Detroit at 25 and a half, and I think that Cleveland's significantly better than Detroit. So I'm taking the over on Cleveland. You I'm think taking Cleveland's better than Detroit. Yeah. I don't know about that one. I why why do you think Detroit is better than Cleveland? Jeremy Grant's a monster. I think Killian Hayes and Saban Lee are sneaky good. Sadiq Bay is really good. Cade Cunningham, I think, is gonna be pretty good as well. Not to be just keep repeating the same thing, but the only thing they're really lacking is like, I mean, Isaiah Stewart's a fine perimeter, or like, well, not perimeter, excuse me, interior defender, but, and they have Olenek, but like, they don't really have a great download defense, which is kind of like, <laughs> doesn't speak well to me, like, debating them against the Cavs. I mean, if but, that's a problem in either conference, it's going to be the East, bro. Oh, yeah, for sure. But like, like Julius Randle, I mean, KD can go down there. Fucking uh, Joel, Giannis, Vuce, like, bro, come on. Oh, yeah, but, like, I think they're going to be a sneaky – like, I think they're going to be a really fun, bad team. (laughs) Yeah, they'll be fun, but I don't think they're good. No, me neither, but I think they're – I think them and the Cavs are – like, I think Vegas has that right. They're damn near the same. One doesn't have wings. The other one has a shit ton of wings and no bigs, while the other one has a lot of bigs. I don't think Kate Cunningham's that good. I think he is – I think he's pretty good. I, I mean, I know that sounds dumb to say out loud. I mean, obviously. But he's got a really tight handle for someone that size. And, I mean, he just has a high IQ. Like, I don't see him – like, he doesn't make many mistakes on the court. He's had a few bad games in college as far as turnovers. Just trying to do too much, but, like – when he's in his rhythm, he's so good. But I guess, I guess, I guess we'll see. I think he's going to have some growing pains just with that roster as a whole, like getting used to everything. But Dwayne Casey, like we were talking about earlier, he's a good coach. I think he's a damn good coach, no matter what anyone says. And now he's got some young talent to build around. So that bears something to look forward to. That is true. 
kind of got me convinced on taking the over there now. That post just scares me a lot. Oh, yeah. It's like Olenek, Stewart, and Luca Garza. Like That's terrible. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, we got... Is that it for... Yeah, that's, yeah, it, that's it, it for the Central. Southeast now. Let's move on to the Washington Wizards. All right. 34 and a half. Under. I was about to say... Uh, I think this is probably, in my opinion, like, I mean, first things first, shout out the hometown kid, uh, Devontae Shuler. He's on the Wizards. We grew up uh, probably about, what, 15, 20 minutes from, like, Irma, which is where he played. So, shouts out the guy from Columbia, right NBA now. roster. Yeah. So, quick shout out there. Yeah, anyways, long story short, we just had to say that, that we got this team. But, uh, yeah, sad to say, Devontae, this is probably, like, the worst roster. Um not roster, worst team in the or NBA, in my opinion, outside of like if Les Bradley Beal is just going nuts, like I don't see he doesn't have really any help. Like they have KCP and Trez, <coughs> Rui, and Kuzma. And I mean, Dinwiddie's on there now. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. They have a first year head coach. Everybody's trying to get Brad Beal out of Washington. They haven't been good. I think saying that they're the worst team in the NBA is a very hot take. I think it's a hot take. I think I'm thinking more of last year just because they got rid of – I forgot they got Dinwiddie personally and Trez. Yeah, I mean, I I, 30 – I mean, it's still pretty high for them. 34 and a half. I could see them winning 35 games. I could see them winning 22 games, Mims. I don't know. I'm going to take the under, though, just to be uh, safe. I think I'm taking the under as well. I think this is just like – I think the gap between, like, the bad teams this year and the good teams is just very, like, big, if that makes sense. Because there's so much parity that, like, some of these bad teams have to be really bad. Yeah. Uh, moving to another team that I'm taking the under on. The Atlanta Hawks, 47 and a half. That's a lot. That's a lot, Mims. But they're legit like too deep at every position, bro. They're good, but 47 wins. What was their win total last year? 41 on a shortened season. I think they're good. I don't think they're 47 and a half wins good. Like, I I think think they're like – I think they're a sneaky top four team in the East, honestly. So, I might take – Dude, 47 and a half. I think they literally win like 47 to 48 on the dot. I'll take the over, but barely. Because I think Clint Capella also is just such a good rim defender. They signed – who was it? They have the same total as Boston, to give you an idea of where. And no offense, I think they're better than you all just because they're deeper at every position. Like, and from top to – like, they're 10 deep, like legit. You've got Trey Young. Then you got Lou Will. You got, excuse me, Herder. And who's the other two guard? Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish. Yeah, Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish and DeAndre Hunter kind of play, both play wing. Um, who's their other two? Dellen Wright. John Collins. Anayako Kongwu. Gorgie Jang. Clint Capella. Danilo Gallinari. Bogdan Bogdanovich. Like, I haven't mentioned Sharif Cooper, who might just be the steal of the draft. Personally, he's on a two-way contract, but 
I think he's very, very talented. He went to Auburn, right? Correct. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think, I think I'm taking the over there. Because, I mean, they made that whole playoff run basically with Reddish, who was hurt. He came back, like, middle of that Sixer series, I believe. And Hunter didn't even play that Sixer series. He's probably their best perimeter defender. So, you factor that back in. They signed Gorgie Jang just to give Clint Capel a little more, like, rest. And he's a little more hype because Okongwu, as good as he is, is 6'8". So, <laughs> you get someone who's 6'10", 6'11", like Gorgie Jang, same height as Clint Capella. You get a little more depth down low as far as height and prim- or interior defense. I mean, I think this is probably probably the third best team in the East. The third best team in the East? So, you think they're right behind Milwaukee and Brooklyn? I think they're better than the Sixers, yeah. And I think we're the fourth best team in the East. I think the Heat I think the Heat and the Celtics are like a coin flip. I'd have to disagree with you there. I don't put the Hawks up that high, but I'd take it again. Um, I'm taking the under. And moving on, we got Miami. I want you to take a guess at what this total is. 45 and a half. 48 and a half. Wow. <laughs> They're really putting a lot of value into them getting Kyle Lowry. Give me that under, bro. <laughs> I mean, they're going to be good. Like, they're going to be an annoying team in the East for sure. I think they're, like, on par with the Celtics, honestly. Like, I, I don't like – I don't like Miami. Like, the 85 and a half wins – they have them as a first of all a whole point ahead of the Hawks. Like that's crazy to me. Yeah, I think the Hawks are a, a much better team. Do you know who else they have them a whole point ahead of? The Sixers. Golden State. I think that's fair. They don't have them over the Sixers. Sixers were at uh, fifty and a half. We were at fifty. Oh wow, I thought we were forty-seven and a half. My bad. No. But yeah. No, I'm taking the under on Miami. I think they got better, but I don't think. I think everybody got a little bit better outside of the Sixers. That's why I have us probably dropping to, like, the fourth best team in the East. Andre Drummond, bro. Oh, yeah, a whole lot of help he does. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so what do you you think on Miami? Under. All right. Uh, Charlotte, 38 and a half. I like the over there. I have the over as well, man. It's funny you say that. They won 33 in a shortened season last last year. Uh, I think – You're in the play or the play-in game, yeah. Yeah, and I think they'll be right back there. And uh, I can see them winning like 41 wins. It's kind of where I put them at. I think they got uh, – I mean, they're really young too. You got to take that into account. Oh, yeah, like outside of Gordon Hayward, like – Mason Plumley and Taylor. Everybody else has like two to three years of experience. Yeah. So, I mean, like, this is a really young team. I like one of the acquisitions they got uh, through the draft and James Booknight, which I keep saying Balknight, but apparently it's pronounced Booknight. So, 
if that upsets you, trust me, I think it should be Balk Knight too. But um, I've heard so much like that he's like might be one of the best players in the draft is as far as like his offensive skill. And when you lose players like Devontae Graham and Malik Monk and you're looking to give those like points and shots to someone else, like why not? Also, Miles Bridges was shooting like 44% from three when Gordon Hayward and LaMelo Ball were out last season for a little bit. And not like on chump change threes either. Like he was shooting seven threes a game, averaged like 23 points. So if he's just going to keep doing that, like they could be an eight seed in the East. I don't know about their interior defense with guys like Mason Plumley, like Vernon Carey, but as far as offensively, what they could bring, I think there's going to be a really fun, bad team, but they could sneak into the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I like them to be in the play-in. Yeah. Yeah, I exactly. Mean, like the nine, eight seed is kind of where I see them at. Yeah. I mean, 38 and a half feels just a little low for them. I'm taking that over there for sure. It's because they won 31 last year. And like, I think just offensively, they're going to take a step. Um, this next one feels really low to me. Orlando at 22 and a half. I mean, who's on that team, dude? I mean, 22 and a half. They're that bad, you think? Yeah, let me take back everything I said about the Wizards. This is probably the worst roster in the NBA. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, dude. Like, what the f- – You don't like Jalen Suggs? You don't like Mo Bamba, Cole Anthony? Mm-hmm. They, they didn't have Jonathan Isaac at all last season. Thank God they have a preacher on their team. Like, what? I mean, he's not God bad. For- I mean, say what you will about him off the court. He's not a bad basketball player. His teammates hate him. Like, <laughs> that's a problem. Terrence Ross is an elder bucket. Uh, Wendell Carter Jr. I don't know. RJ Hampton. Fultz is coming off a torn ACL, which sucks. I hate that for him. Yeah. I don't know. I, Jet, give me, give me over 22 and a half. I think one more nah. 22 and a half games. They're not that this bad. Is, this. Unless I'm blanking on someone, I'm about to take a little candor and make sure. Yeah, that's probably – well, either them uh, – yeah, that's probably the worst team in the, or roster in the NBA. Nope. I know who the worst roster in the NBA is. We'll get to well, them later. I, I was about to say, does that wrap up uh, this division? Yeah, it does. All right, let's check out uh, – let's jump into the Northwest division. Go Go to the Western Conference here. Pick a team. Let's go with the a fun team, in my opinion, the Timberwolves. All right. Just that I don't think they'll be any good, but they'll be fun as hell to watch. Like <laughs> 35 and a half. I think that's like literally dead on. Like 35 wins is pretty solid. Like they're just gonna be so bad at defense. But you got D'Lo, Malik Beasley, who Malik Beasley really broke out last year. I guess that Larsa Pippen – hooking up with Larsa Pippen really, you know, hooked, helped him out there. I mean, he's, I think his legal troubles are settled now from what I've heard. So, he should be clear, clear-headed heading into the season. Well, so, you pick up a guy like Pat Bev, who, I mean, you know, their defense is god-awful, but Patrick Beverly will help with that. And Ricky Rubio back in Minnesota, he'll help with defense as well. 
So, I mean, there's a little bit there as far as, you know, they've made some moves, but I mean, it's historically, this might be the worst franchise in the NBA. <laughs> like what are the Timberwolves mm, ever done good? Yeah. I mean, maybe Charlotte's pretty bad. Charlotte's pretty bad, but at least in the nineties, they were sick. Like when have the Timberwolves ever been like that team? That KG. <laughs> then they made the playoffs like one time, like as a seven seed. Yeah, because he was like literally their only player. He was like, the MB- – yeah, it was him and Latrell Sprewell, and they were like, let's get buckets. <laughs> uh, yeah, I took oh, yeah. the under here. Yeah, and... I think I'm taking the under just because it's 35 and a half, and I think they literally get 35. They're just very bad on defense, man. Yeah, like there's nothing much else. Maybe Cat maybe Cat figures it out. You know? <laughs> yeah. If Cat yeah. starts playing good defense, I'll, I'll hit the over. It, not even good, just like plays defense, period. Like yeah. I swear he's a phantom on like down low. It's crazy because if you go look at him in college, he was so good on like not really so good, but he had so many help side blocks like across from Willie College Stein. Like it was, it's just weird. Yeah. But yeah, no. Moving on. We got the Oklahoma City Thunder. 22 and a half. 22 and a half as well. See, mm. like, here's my difference with this team and the Magic. This team is trying to be bad. I don't think the Magic are. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're full on tank mode. They have Shea. Which I think if they're smart, they'll keep. But God, I mean, I love Shay, dude. I mean, he's a too. bucket. I would, I would love for that to be the product of the Ben Simmons trade, but I doubt that happens. I've heard good things about Josh Giddy as well. Oh yeah, no, I've heard. I mean, I'm gonna have to see it. Just overseas players, I have to see it in the NBA at first. But um, yeah, I've also heard really good things. I didn't know he's that tall. He's six foot eight. Be yeah. interesting to look forward to. Lou Dort, another good defender. They added Trey Mann from uh, L.A., who kind of had a pretty good playoff run there. So, bear some watching. I might take the over. Like, they're not going to break 30 wins at all, but 22 is pretty low. Yeah, I, I hit the over as well, and I agree with you. I, th- I see 25, you know. like I was say, I don't think they're at the bottom of the barrel, but they're pretty close. Yeah. They're a young team, though. They're they got that's, they're, they're actively fun, fun players. Yeah, like they have so many picks. Like they're like it's pretty obvious. Like they're yeah. actively tanking. And they, they literally benched Al Horford last year because he was helping them win too much. Like <laughs> that's not. I'm not even joking. Like so, they're like, we'll pay you. Just please, God, stop winning games. He was like, okay, uh, <laughs> deal. That's like every NBA player's dream. Like you're telling me you'll pay me just to chill, bet. <laughs> for like what 27 million dollars a year just to be al horford awesome like alex moran's dream literally if you haven't seen blue mountain state go check it out great uh, watch absolutely and where have you been all your life but uh moving on to uh the reigning mvps home the denver nuggets this one feels very high to me 53 and a half is Jamal Murray going to be ready to play? Uh... Oh, wait. You said Denver Nuggets. Excuse me. 47 and a half. 47 and a half? I was about to say yeah. that. No, I'm hitting the over on that, though. 47. Yeah, Jamal Murray's back, I believe. 
if he's healthy to start the regular season, yeah. But yeah, if he nah. misses like if he misses like the first like thirty games, I think I'm hitting the under just because that defense like without Murray's help, I don't know if they can if Yoka can just drag them to that much. Unless Michael Porter does what everybody thinks he's been going to do for the last like four years, three years, however long he's been in the NBA. They re-signed Aaron Gordon. I think it was a pretty fair contract just as far as like the value they gave him, like and what he how he played. I mean, say what I think they're going to give uh, old MPJ more minutes now that Paul Millsap's gone now, isn't he? Yeah, Millsap's gone. Millsap is in uh in Brooklyn of all fucking places. Like they needed him. Yeah. So sick. Yeah. <laughs> M- MPJ will get some more minutes, and I think he's the tall guy that can shoot, and he has a little little handle to him, so that could be a problem for uh a lot of NBA teams. <laughs> yeah. I like I like the over there for sure. That's a comfortable over for me. Forty seven and a half. Well, let's talk about Utah. Fifty three and a half. I feel, I think that's ridiculous. I think now here's my theory on them. If I think they should really be just be tinkering with lineups like all regular season, for the simple fact of like Rudy Gobert got played off the fucking court last year in the playoffs. Like that's a problem. Like, your literal, like, main source of defense got played off the court because he was a liability on defense. So, if Quinn Snyder, who I think, in my opinion, is a pretty smart coach from what I've seen, like, his rosters have never been star-studded or stacked, but he's always found a way to get into the playoffs and, you know, yeah, figure like it out. Quinn. Yeah, I was about to say, I think he's a pretty – I think he's a solid – fair, safe to say top eight head coach in the NBA easily, but – I think if I think with that being said, I go under. But because of that reason, I think they're going to be trying stuff out a little bit more just as far as, like, how do they defend small ball? They have Rudy Gay now. I don't know how much that helps. He's kind of like – and Eric Paschal. But – 53 and a half is very high. Yeah, I'm taking the under for sure, but – I'm interested to see how this team bounces back after pretty much being disrespected all last year. And then like, I kind of like Denver, else, right? I like in my, in my head, I like Denver to do what they did last season and just run the West. Wow. The Lakers are resting their guys. And I mean, I don't know how much I like golden state, you know, we'll get uh, to them. We get to them. Yeah. We'll go. We'll talk about it. Oh, uh, but I'm hitting the under 53. I don't like them to, run the west like they did last year i don't think that's happening back to back years i got you i'm I'm gonna let you talk about the blazers for a second while i use the restroom real fast all right um yes last team division so i have to talk about the blazers uh they won 42 games last season on a shortened season so 10 games minus 10 games give it Give some, take some from that total. Uh, the total that they have going into the season is 44 and a half. Uh, I, I, I don't know if, like, Dame is going to leave or stay. Like, I don't know if he, in his head, like, this is it for him. I think a lot of people are trying to indicate that. I just don't know if I buy into him leaving because I, I do remember him saying, like, 
I'm loyal to the Blazers. Like, I'm not leaving. Like, he doesn't have any. I mean, I, why would you? If you're getting paid as much money as he's been paid, you know? Like, I don't know. Um, looking at their team here, uh, I mean, they don't have a lot of notable ads. Uh, okay, I'm They got now. Larry Nance. I don't know. Uh, 44 and a half feels a little high, though. 44 and a half seemed like so much defense. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how much I mean, I they've like consistently proved me wrong. They've been a regular season team. I don't know. 44 and a half. That, I mean, if they don't hit that, they're the set, that's basically saying they're a seven seed in the West. Do you think they're a seven seed in the West? Yeah. I think they're like a – I'm going to take the under with you, but I think it, it – Yeah, I think it's right there. I think that 44 is like what they win. I think if they won, point, If they won 50 under. games just being a regular season team, I wouldn't be surprised. But if they also win like 41 and 41, I wouldn't be shocked either. Like no joke, if this line was set at like 43 and a half, I think I'd be taking the over. But – yeah. I mean, at 44 and a half, just like, I don't know. 45 wins. Like Norman I can, Powell I, I, getting I can see it too. Yeah. I mean, solid, solid player there. He's all so, right. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, just more depth at the guard position. Plus, he's a solid two way player, which is they're so bad at defense. Plus, first year head coach. Hey, yeah, first year head coach. Ah, yeah, I'm probably going to go the under there. Yeah. But uh, moving on to the Pacific Division. Talk about uh, the Lakers. The Lakers, the Ooh. oldest team in the NBA. Ooh. 52 and a half under. They got Kendrick Nunn for like no reason. Like, how? <laughs> no, Siku's on the Lakers now. What? He's on a two way contract with them. I'm looking at it right now. How the fuck did that happen? Probably in the DeAndre Jordan trade. Madness. But, yeah, no, I think this is a team that – I said it last year, the loss of Rondo was going to be a big problem. Not big problem, but I think it was very underrated in how much it would affect this team. And I think it really came – I mean, I think it really showed throughout the season that Schroeder is not the same distributor distributor or defender, excuse me, as – as Rondo, and I think getting him back, and you add in Russell Westbrook, who hope to God he doesn't turn the ball over nine times a game like he did in the preseason. But if he just picks up and does all the hustle for them in the regular season and drags that team to like 50 wins, and you have LeBron and AD still at the end of the day, there's a very talented roster. Like, you can't, ex- like, Carmelo Anthony is on this team at the end of the day playing like as the eighth man. Like, <laughs> like Kendrick Nunn. Trevor Ariza, Malik Monk, Rajon Rondo, Russell Westbrook, Dwight Howard, Taylor Horton Tucker. I haven't even said LeBron James or Anthony Davis yet. Like, come on. No, they're a good I, team. I, I think I'm taking the over just because Russell Westbrook is on this team now, and I could so see them just, like, making him their, like, regular season engine. I don't know how many games I like to, that engine to win. <laughs> With LeBron James and Anthony Davis playing like 60 of those 82 games, like I could so see it. 
I'm riding the under on that. I like them to like sneak into the playoffs, you know, do what they did last season. I see them being the one seed, like no cap. I think well, if, that, if that's the route they want to take, then yeah, I like the over, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm about to say, if this team wants is like hell bent on home court, then it's, a, I think they're a lock to get the over. Cause that's I agree. They are. But I'm banking on that not being the case. So I'm taking the under. All right. So we'll move on to the worst team in basketball. These Sacramento. Oh, no, 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 no. We haven't gotten to them yet. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I have all these teams abbreviated. Sacramento, though. 36 and a half. I was about to say, I wouldn't call them the worst team in the no, league. No, no, no. But you could, you could call them the worst defensive team in the league. Oh, by fucking far. They were the they, worst defensive team ever. Last, last year. <laughs> That's not even like an exaggeration statistically. No, ever. They were the worst defense in NBA history. Ever. It was an anomaly. It was an absolute anomaly. But they add in Davion Mitchell, who is really known for his defense in college. Very Kind of undersized, but and I think he, he's... And that boy can shoot. Oh, yeah. No, I think he's going to be a solid player. I don't know how much of an immediate impact. He's just he a has. little small. Yeah, that's what I'm He kind of reminds me. <laughs> I don't want to say this. A little bit of Patrick Beverly, just like the, he's a better Devontae the style Graham. of play has. Devontae Graham didn't really play defense like he does. That's what I'm saying. I feel like he's like the same level squad. I think Davion Mitchell can give you like 18 off the bench. Yeah, but I don't know if he's going to find 16. it off the like Devontae Graham does. That's why I think Pat Bev, like a better Patrick Beverly is kind of how I see him go- progressing. Like Patrick Beverly is just annoying. I think Davion Mitchell could actually D you up. But I don't they, think this team definitely didn't get worse. And the, and the best thing they did was not trade for Ben Simmons. That's oh, it. yeah. I, was, I will say that completely. This team would be worse with Ben Simmons. You just lose so much shooting because I think what we were requesting was like Buddy Heald, which is their best shooter in my opinion. Uh, and Marvin Bagley, another young like post piece, really their only young post piece right now. So, yeah, I think they made the correct decision, not uh pulling the trigger on that trade. But it y'all really wanted happy. Fox, and they they weren't going for it, which I think was the best decision they could have made. So, oh yeah, if we would have gotten De'Aaron Fox, I'd be over the moon right now. I'd be like, we're gonna be the number one seed, Grant. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I like Darren Fox a lot. I'm glad he's staying there. Um, but as far as the win total goes, 36 and a half. Uh, that's close, Mims. 36 and a half. It's like one game ahead of Minnesota. I think I'm going to take how the many over. They, how many did they win last year? They won 31. 31? Mm-hmm. If they literally go from just like – just not being the worst defense ever. Just like literally just go from like 30th to like 25th. Cause they were a 10 seed last year or like 11 seed. Like they were close to being in that play in. Like you don't think they could sneak in as like a nine seed. Just knowing that like they were 13th in offense last year. Yeah, no, they, they got some hoopers on that team for sure. That's what I'm saying. So, if they literally just go from being, like, not the worst defense ever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm sure that's over. I'm sure I that's I'm all. I'm taking the over. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking the over as well. I'm on the same page there. All right. Like, not even a huge jump. Just, like, 30th to, like, 25th. Let's talk about Golden State, Mims. It's just like the team that no one has a read on. I think I, I think I know my opinion on them. 
Well, that's funny you say that because beside I have my notes here. They're at 47 and a half. And beside that, I have a question mark because I don't fucking know. Yeah, I put under. That's how I feel about them, just based off what I've seen the last two years. But, like, you never know. Like, Steph Curry and Clay Thompson could just be like, no, 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 we, we still can shoot the lights out. Well, what Curry I'm really playing. looking for here is, is James Wiseman going to start playing basketball like a grown man, or is he going to keep playing like he's a scared boy? I'm willing to bet on the second one just because I don't – he's just not like – DeAndre Ayton kind of grew into it because he kind of was timid to start his career, but he doesn't have that dog in him, which I know sounds cliche, but like as a big man in the NBA, you have to want to attack the rim, and he just doesn't seem like – he's always fading from the basket, which I know sounds dumb. Like, but when you don't attack the basket and you're seven feet tall, like he is, like what, what fucking gives? You're the number two overall pick, am I mistaken? Two or three, yeah. Yeah, like what, what, what the hell? What do you like? I don't know. Besides him, though, they really don't have much help down low. Like they got Kevon or Kevon Looney, or Kevon Looney, however you say his name. Uh, Andrew Wiggins is still on that fucking team which, God, I've never been more wrong about a player in my life. Uh, <laughs> uh is back on the Warriors, which is funny. Um, Jordan Bell's back, too. What the hell? They got all their players back, all their old players. I think they waved Avery Bradley earlier today. So yeah. They did. Yeah, so I think I'm taking the under just because the traditions of the last two years. Uh, but I wouldn't be shocked if Steph Curry just comes out and decides to shoot 15 threes a game and they do become a five seed. I'm not even going to give an answer because I really don't know. Like, I truly do not know. But, yeah, that's a definitely a question mark team. I mean, I don't think anybody truly knows. Like, would Mims bet his money that it's going to be under? No. 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 But like I said, if I had, to, if I had yeah. to make a choice, yeah, I would probably yeah. go Like, that's – yeah, like that – yeah, we don't know. But anyways, Phoenix at 51 and a half, I think I can firmly say under. Yeah, there's. I just don't see them repeating that magic again. Did you see uh, Sarver is not intent on uh, giving Aiton his money? Yeah, They're no. They're not going to reach an extension? They've uh, ceased talks without a deal being made. It was exactly what I read. And That's, um, a, that's a big loss. If he and that decided, sucks like, because he went to school – in, in Arizona. Uh, yeah. Doesn't yeah, like doesn't that suck? Oh yeah, for sure. It, like he was I don't know. Whoever gets him, whoever needs a big like if he goes to the Hornets with LaMelo. I know that's just like such a homer thing to say because like, we're from Carolina. I would just love to watch that team like <laughs> get some tickets and ride up to Charlotte and go watch them. But so uh yeah. Oh, I would go to so many games. I might get season tickets damn near like are you kidding me but uh that would i just if he's gone yeah but anyways yeah no anyways i say all that to say under <laughs> they have javel mcgee which helps but yeah under no under for sure 51 <laughs> no i mean that goes without saying they want yeah no no they won 51 games the last season in a shortened season like no they're definitely not winning more like <laughs> no, definitely not. Uh, Chris Paul is only getting older, guys. Devin Booker is only getting better, though. And JaVale McGee does give them a little more depth down low as far as 
I don't know why you don't pay Aiden. Like, I that makes no sense. No, no, not at all. I think that's that's stupid. But he's they pay they pay Chris Paul, but not Aiden. Like that makes no sense. Yeah. All right. Uh, The Clippers are at forty-five and a half. I think that's taking the over. Yeah, because like I think Paul George. Paul George even fucking play. No, I mean, I don't, I don't know when he'll be back. I know he's not healthy right now at all. But Paul George does play better without Kawhi. I think that's – everybody knows that. <laughs> I mean, he's proven it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I just don't know how – I don't know. I, I, I think I'm probably taking the under at 45 and a half. I think they have a slow season this year. I mean, they re-signed Reggie Jackson, who really showed that he could do it last year in the playoffs. Uh, Bledsoe, I'm glad, glad my boy Reggie got paid. I was to say Bledsoe's there, just helps on them perimeter defensive wise. Another, another. Oh, excuse good me, I'm thinking. Of, I said Trey Man on the Thunder. I was thinking of Terrence Man. I don't know why I said that, but he, Terrence Man is still on the Clippers. Um, yeah, they're, good, they're a good team. Zubak, Kawhi, Paul George, obviously. Marcus Morris, BJ Boston's on that team, which bears some watching because he could be a young. I think he has a lot of potential. I'm not saying he's like. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he'll be anything. great this year, but like, yeah, I think it, later on down the line, like how much how Cam Reddish progression went as far as like he started off just with a lot of growing pains, but you look down like by the end of the season, you see he's gotten better month by month. I could definitely see that with a guy like BJ Boston if they play him. They're very deep at the forward position, so. Maybe not. Um, I think I'm taking the over there. Just because, like you said, Paul George probably just shoots this team to 48 wins. But uh, probably moving on to, like, the worst overall division in the league. <laughs> Besides maybe – I mean, not, I mean, there's really not even a <laughs> – There's Southwest. a literal – Yeah, I said the Southwest. This is, like, very bad just looking at it. But – um. Start with the Grizzlies. 41 and a half. Over. Over? Really? I think they won 42 games, man. Taking. I think I'm taking. I think Jaw breaks out this season. That's what I think. I think Jaw gets off. And they just just gave uh, Triple J an extension literally today. And they really, that's good. yeah, it's a smart move. Yeah. I like him to break out personally. I think Triple, yeah, I think this same. is Triple J's year. Yeah, I think he has like a. I mean, I don't think he will get Defensive Player of the Year hype this year, but I think he has that potential as far as like the blocks and like the defense he can play. He's just not a great rebounder, uh, or hasn't shown the consistency. They added Stephen Adams too. Yeah, which basically like I mean that solves J- Triple J's rebounding problem. Uh kind of talk me into the over but like i i'm probably still just gonna lean under just because i could definitely see them i don't know they don't have really the wings in my opinion they have desmond bain i don't have the wing defense dylan brooks it's fine justice winslow's there i don't know i just don't see it with this team personally i mean they added zaire williams from uh stanford he could definitely play the wing. Like well, I mean, they could definitely – my only thing, though, is that they could definitely run up wins on their division because they're going to play all these teams four times. So, like, maybe. The West is tough, though. 
the West is so tough. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I like them better than almost everybody else in this division. Everybody except for maybe one team. Mm, yeah, um, it's kind of hard to when we could talk about that team right now, Luka Doncic and the yeah, Dallas the, Mavericks. Mavericks. Yeah, we're basically just Luka Doncic and four other guys on the basketball court, but that's damn near enough. Yeah, to make the um, playoffs. <laughs> you want to take a guess at what their line set at? Forty-five and a half, because they're insane. Forty-eight and a half. That's in- wow. They think Luke is literally gonna yeah under, but they think Luke is gonna average like forty he points is, a game. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> why wouldn't he? Yeah. What? Who fairness. else? Yeah. What else are they gonna do? You know, I'm taking the under, but I mean, it's only because the team's so bad beyond Luca. But I mean, unless he's literally LeBron James, then the only addition they really made, honestly, was, I mean, Reggie Bullock, which helps on defense. But like, <laughs> I gotta say, is that is that the does that break the glass ceiling now? So yeah, probably definitely taking the under there. Yeah, nah, that's a quite a lot of wins. But I think they're definitely a playoff team. Yeah, because of Luca, he's a superstar. He's amazing. All right, so moving on to probably the only other team in this division with a prayer to make the playoffs: uh, the New Orleans Pelicans. Another hometown boy in Zion Williamson didn't shout out Jaw earlier too, but yeah, no, I did. I think he's gonna break out. <laughs> yeah, but Zion might too. Zion might go crazy. They got Stephen Adams out of there. I think that might help him out a little bit. They added who would, uh who would you take long or for the next five years? Zion, Zion or, or Jaw or Luca? Luca? What? What? I think it's closer than a lot of people think. No, no. I would take Luca, but I think it's it's closer than more people think. No, it's not. If you don't take Luca, y'all sleep on Zion. Y'all sleep. Nah, he's so good. Like Luca can hit. No, no. no. Here's the difference. Luca offers more all around. He can he can take the ball up, but he can also play the wing. Like no, bro. No, like Zion. Inconsistent shooter. That's the only thing, and he's like a usage rate is the big thing. Like Zion gets the ball, and he's immediately going up and scoring. Like. I don't know. I just don't. I think Zion is literally like the modern day version of like. There a, are a players to stop Zion and who? Joel. Joel can stop Zion. Giannis. Giannis can stop Zion. I don't know if Giannis can stop Zion. I think. I think Zion's. You're crazy. A, a big Zion's a big fucking body, dude. I, I understand that, but so is Giannis. Giannis is probably stronger than Zion. I I wouldn't say that. It's close. I, I'm Giannis mm. has gotten big, bro. I, Zion's been big. That's the thing. And he's only yeah, getting, but I, I mean, literally he's only getting bigger. That's a scary fucking thing. He's a yeah, flying. I don't know. We'll see. Lineman. This is gonna be a fun season to watch. Like, he, he, like, what is this year three for them? This is year three for him, but he barely played that first season. He played like twenty games. Yeah, exactly. So like, but like, so I mean, we really like year. Like he's Two. basically played like just over one full season because he's played he's basically a short play- season last year and he played twenty games the year before. So like he's played ninety one games and he was injured for a little bit last year too. He's, going, he's taking the Ben Simmons route. Yeah, but I mean he's a, f- a whole lot better than Ben Simmons. Let's be real here. All right. Well, thirty eight and a half. I like the over. 
Yeah, I do too. I I, I can't see them winning under 30 games or 40 games. I like 40, 41 games. I mean, like you said earlier, the West is tough. But, yeah. All I right. think they get like 38 wins. All right. Now, now we can talk about the worst team in the NBA, the San Antonio Spurs. They are the worst team in the NBA, Mims. Oh, good God. You might be right. No, I know I'm right. <laughs> this is the worst team in the NBA. I don't even think it's close. 29 and a half. Give me the under. Like I said, they're the worst team in the NBA. And you don't think Pop can drag them to better than that? No, I think Pop's washed, bro. I mean, that team is bad, too. Like, Pop's at least had one guy in the past. Like, their best player is probably DeJounte Murray, bro. Like, no. Like, they're DeJounte no, and Keldon Johnson, baby. Yeah, nah. Nah, they're bad. Give me the under. Yeah, give me the under as well. That's Not really much to say about that. No. And then we got... Last team we'll talk about, Houston. Uh, they might – I think they're going to be really fun. Yeah, of course. Jaylen Kevin Green's Porter. Walking bucket. Jaylen yeah, Green. Kevin Porter. Kenyon Martin Jr. Like, you know. John Wall until further notice. Christian Wood. I mean, this is going to be like, – like I said, keep saying. <laughs> I don't think they're going to be any good. I don't think they're making any noise on anything, but they're going to be just a fun team. If you got league pass, cut them on, got nothing to do. Yeah, for sure. Nah. Um, 25 and a half. I'm taking the over. I don't think they're that bad. I think they're better than the Spurs. You said 29 and a half. I'm taking 25. A 25 and a half? Yeah. Still give me the under. No, I don't think they're that bad. I'll take the over there. And that, that wraps no up. No defense. That wraps up our over-under predictions. Huh. Let's get into these individual awards here. Yeah, yeah, where do you are uh, all NBA for or first and second team first? Wait, what? You want to do uh, first and second team to start off? Um, yeah, that's fine with me. All right. Uh, I'll start it off with the all NBA first team for me at point guard. I've got, <coughs> excuse me, excuse me, <sighs> Steph Curry at the two guard. I've got Luka Doncic at the three. Oh, excuse me. I've got Paul George just because I think he's going to just shoot the lights out and carry that team. Four, Giannis, and five, Joel Embiid. You want to run that back for me one time? Steph Curry, Luka, Paul George, Giannis, and Joel Embiid. Paul George. I think if Kawhi is not going to play the whole season, he's going to jack and he could honestly – like, I mean, this last year in OKC, he finished third in MVP voting. Like, why not? Kawhi, Kevin Durant's not going to play a whole lot. Why? What, what makes you say that? Because he always rests. Bro, he played in the Olympics after he got knocked out of the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, I think that boy's – You think he's going to play 70 games? I think Paul George plays 70 games. I don't know, bro. 
Yeah. My whole thing is that I think the Riders will look at stuff like that. It's, it was a coin flip, but my whole thing was that I think Paul George is honestly just going to get more. Like, I think he's going to play more games. He's going to have more usage because Kevin Durant and James Harden share the court at the end of the day, and they're both going to get their shots. And Paul George has kept Kawhi Leonard just because he's known to rest off injuries for long periods of time. That's what I mean. I think it's very possible. It's possible. I just don't know if I foresee that. All right. Well, mine, I got all NBA first team. We got Luca and Steph. I think we can all agree on that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got Giannis at the first forward spot because he's fucking Giannis. <laughs> and he's, he's shooting threes now. That scares me. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then we got KD. I disagree. I think he plays a lot more than you probably think he does, especially considering that they might not have Kyrie. Um, I don't foresee KD resting a lot. I mean, if Kevin Durant doesn't rest, like, duh, he's in. But like I said, if – like, I just see that happening in Paul You're Jordan. banking on him resting. I, I get yeah. it. All right. Yeah. And then at the center spot, I have Jokic. Um, Boo. I'm sorry. You know, I you know who I got in the second team, but I mean, it's just kind of hard I mean, to. Duh. <laughs> I, I mean, the only reason I do have him there is because I think he plays more games, and that's that's literally the only reason. <laughs> I think I, Joel I, plays a lot of games this year, and I, I think, think it's his healthiest season. Well, that's an knock on interesting wood. take. Yeah, I was about to say that's just you hoping. Um, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but Jokic, uh, yeah, I think he'll have a better team too. So. Give me that. And then all NBA second team, I got Damian Lillard, James Harden, Jason Tatum, uh, LeBron James, but you kind of have me thinking I need to put uh, Paul George there. I think I might switch mine to Paul George because I think you kind of just talked me into that, just given the fact that Kawhi's out. And like I said earlier, Paul George does play better without Kawhi. So, uh, and he'll definitely get more usage and, um, looks for I mean, he's sure. by far the yeah i say he's by far the top dog on yeah that team. they're gonna have there. they're gonna run the offense through paul george so yeah I'll, I'll put paul george on my second team take lebron out because lebron does like to rest nowadays he's getting old so we'll take lebron out of there and Embiid at the center spot um the most surprising person i have in there jason tatum uh i mean just i know it's biased and i know it might sound crazy i just think after what I saw from him in the playoffs before the season ended, I mean, it's just kind of hard to not think that he doesn't break out and it's going to be hard for them not to put him there. And I don't think that's an outrageous take at all. Second team. And, and if not second team, third team, certainly. He's going to be up there, one of those teams. He hasn't made it yet. And he was, in my opinion, snubbed last season of a at least third team spot. So I like him to get at least second team this year. All right. And with mine, I got Damian Lillard, James Harden, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Nikola Jokic. All right. Just really just kind of basing off of, like I said, I think the Lakers really might just try for that one seed. And if that's the case, LeBron always gets those nods. And Anthony Davis is coming off an injury, but I still think he is probably one of the – I mean, he's going to remind us that he was probably still 
a top 10 basketball player in the NBA for, or in the world for that matter, for certain. So no, I like that, on that. I definitely, I mean, I could definitely see that happening as well. But uh, yeah, moving on from there, let's jump into, let's start with uh rookie of the year. We'll work our way up to MVP, but uh, rookie of the year, I kind of have a three-way split. What? Well, I have one favorite, but I have a two dark horses. This is really. a Jalen Green podcast, Mims. Oh, Jalen Green is by far my number one. Like, I think he will win it. But uh, two dark horses that I could see doing it. Like I said, I like Evan Mobley or Mobley a lot, and also James Booknight if he just comes out and drops like seventeen, eighteen off the bench, and Charlotte makes the playoffs. Like, it's possible. So those are probably the three guys I would look for. So Mobley and Book Knight are probably my two dark horses, and Jalen Green is probably my favorite to uh, win Rookie of the Year. Yeah, no. What say you? My my order was Jalen Green, Cade, and uh, Jalen Suggs third. I think Jalen Suggs probably gets a lot of usage down in Orlando. I yeah, think, but I think they're just going to be such a bad team. They are going to be a bad team, but I guess without saying so will Houston and Detroit. <laughs> yeah, it's part of the reason why I have Book Knight in that dark horse spot. I was like, I could see the Hornets sneaking into the playoffs, and if he has something to do with it. like Yeah, no, I, I know my list is probably very improbable because like, those are like literally like two or three top ten guys in the draft. And like there's always one guy who's like comes out of nowhere and it's like, hey, I might be like Lou Dort. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, we'll see. Something that Bears looking forward to. Rookie of the year is going to be a interesting one. Definitely at least between Jalen Green and uh, Cade Cunningham. But uh, moving on to uh, most improved player. I got really two. You could do a coin flip. I think I like Miles Bridges more. Personally, for what I mentioned earlier, he started just shooting threes at a pretty efficient clip. His he's contract gonna get those highlights today. He's not getting re-signed by Charlotte. Oh, yeah, he could get traded like midseason if that's the case. But if not, then he could be a definite candidate for most improved player, kind of like how Julius Randle did just in terms of usage. Like he, they don't really have a big man that can give them offense. So definitely, I think that's – something that could happen for sure. And uh, Michael Porter Jr., just like I said earlier, he's a tall guy that can shoot pretty good offensive skill set. Yeah, he's on my list as well. Um, I have Michael Porter Jr. Um, I kind of have three guys just because, like, it's kind of a hard one to predict. Uh, But Michael Porter, they did get rid of Paul Millsap. He will be getting more minutes this season. Um, I think he's a bucket. And if he can stay healthy, uh, it's going to be kind of hard to not put him there. I got Jaw at number two. I definitely think that Jaw could break, like like I was saying, like, I think it's his season this year. And if not Jaw, JJJ, but I don't have him ran down. I like OG. Um, Toronto's bad, and uh, this is going to be the year that OG gets a lot of looks. And if he can capitalize and make, make himself look as good as he's supposed to be, I think OG probably wins – I mean, he's, he's going to be in talks, you know. I mean, they're going to oh, be a yeah. bad team. But, yeah, those are my three guys. Uh, I don't yeah. hate any of those. Yeah. 
on any of those at all. You want to talk about coach of the year now? Yeah, we can we can talk about that. I like. Hmm. You want to start off? I'm kind of like deciding who I want to make my candidate. I have like three written down, but I want to pick one. <laughs> oh, you want to pick one? I, I am. You can go ahead. I'm just trying to think of one. Like, uh, I definitely days. think Eric Spolstra will be in talks if they play as good as they're supposed to be. Um, he's just so – he just never goes away, man. And he's just always, like, making something in, in Miami. Him and Pat uh, – I think he'll be in talks. Um, if Steve Kerr can bring them back to where they were a couple years ago, it, 50 wins. If Steve Kerr wins 50 games, he's winning coach of the year. I, I think that's that, valid. Yeah. I mean, so that's definitely a name to watch for. Um, and then Nate McMillan, man. That That's who I think I'm going with. Yeah. I mean – he, he, he not enough respect on my man Nate McMillan's name. Like, oh no, uh, I th- I mean he took over the Hawks. Yeah, do you remember how bad year. they were? Yeah, they and were not after, good at all. They, they wouldn't lose when oh when yeah, Nate I mean took over. They could <laughs> lose. It was amazing. They were like I said, I like them to be. I think arguably, the arguably the should have been coach of the year last season. Like literally, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Uh, so if Monty Williams didn't take them to like the one seed, the Suns, or was it the two seed they were at, then I think Nate McMillan definitely gets that shout out. But yeah. And uh, uh, they have Nate think- McMillan on FanDuel at like plus uh, 1,400 odds. Like well, that's that some good value. That's a good that value. incredible yeah. value. <laughs> I'll sprinkle a little $5 on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, moving on from Coach of the Year, let's jump into uh, Defensive Player of the Year here. I got a, a top three written down. Two of them are pretty chalk. Rudy Gobert, like, not to He's also on, on mine. It pained me to put him on there. But yeah, like- I mean, I God forbid he wins his fourth one. I saw or heard somewhere on a podcast today that it would be – or put him in an elite company with Ben Wallace and Dikembe Mutombo as the only th- uh, three players to win uh, four Defensive Players of the Year. Which would pain me because is that the company we want Rudy Gobert to have? <laughs> no. Exactly. And uh, next up, if he fucking decides he cares, Ben Simmons. I mean, the defensive uh, talent is just there. And then third and probably my favorite, honestly. Not like favorite like to win, but like my favorite pick like as far as just like dark. Like I keep saying dark horses, but really just to pull this out. Clint Capella. I like that because like he that really lot. he really anchors that defense for that team, and he's always been a pretty solid shot blocker, great rebounder. I think he he gets the run and has the impact, and this team is that good. I don't see why he couldn't win Defensive Player of the Year. No, that's a great pick. Um, I have Rudy, like you said. I mean, it's just kind of hard not to bet on him. I mean, they just give it to him every year. Seems like. Um, Giannis, just because he's he's so elite, um, he'll average at least a block and a half a game, uh, and maybe a steal. Yeah, like he's just Giannis. Come on, I mean, he's just a freak of nature. And if he feels like playing to that level of defense this season, he'll he'll fucking he'll be in the talks for sure. In my opinion, Giannis is probably the best player in the world right now. Yeah, I Giannis or KD, one A, one B, you know. Yeah, (coughs) 
I'd definitely put Giannis in one A after watching that finals performance. Correct. And if he's just shooting like we said, just yeah, fuck no. it all. Yeah, fuck it all. Then he's definitely the best. Um, and then my dark horse is Bam. I like uh, that. Yeah, I mean, I think he's a he pretty much anchors that defense as well. I mean, adding Kyle Lowry definitely helps. But like, and Jimmy buckets is pretty solid. Yeah, he's, well. he's a good job, but I mean, Bam holds it down on the low, you know. Like, oh yeah, any switchability, like he can literally guard. Like, he yeah, can switch exactly. Like, Bam's good for some blocks in game because, like, he can, like Mims just said, he can take it outside and like defend the post or the perimeter if he really needs to. I mean, he's not only, that you want him to, but if yeah, if he, if, if if he, he gets gets drawn switched, out, it's just there, not yeah, like he's fucked. Yeah, exactly, and then. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I like Bam, and I could definitely see him breaking out and taking taking one of those for sure. Um, that's definitely not out of the question. Uh, no, not at all. No, those are my three. All right, moving on to uh, the big one, MVP. Should I start it off? Uh, it really, is like a two-way tie. With like I, I have three option. written down. I've, I've read I, three for everything. Oh, I have three written down, yeah, but I it's really between two, in my opinion. Uh, Luka Doncic, duh. The usage rate is going to be insane. He's going to do what he's been doing for the past two years and just get a bunch of insane stat lines. And, I mean, he's, he's going to get one eventually. I think this is the year. If not, then Giannis, for reasons back I've to said back, multiple huh? times already. Uh, no, it wouldn't be back-to-back MVPs. It'd be three of the last. Oh yeah, that's though. right, that's right, that's right. I forgot Jokic won last year. I was about to say the narrative was all off him. Now he won that ring. Now, you know, now he's got it. And third, and who should have been MVP last year? Uh, Joel Embiid, just out of spite. He should should have been MVP last year, and I'm having him third on this list. That's fair. Yeah, I have Luca as well at my top spot <laughs> for obvious reasons. Like like Mim said, the usage rate. Uh, I mean, he's just going to have the ball in his hands whenever he wants it, and he's going to put up whatever kind of stat he feels like because he's Luca. And his team is so bad, like, he literally doesn't – like, he can play whatever role he wants, if that makes any sense. Like, he's – He's, he's had games where he's the centerpiece of their entire franchise. Like, I like it's. I, I haven't seen anything like it since like LeBron in Cleveland. Like, literally, like it's quite incredible. But that'll that he's definitely one to watch for. Um, I also had Giannis. Uh, if he's shooting threes, guys, he's gonna win the MVP, and we're all fucked. They're gonna go back to back. He's gonna be the best player in the world, and it's gonna be undisputed. And my third guy. Uh, I had Kevin Durant, dude, because if he plays 70 games, if he plays 70 games, 70, 82 games, any, like if he plays most games, he's going to be in talks. Cause like, I don't know how much he'll put. Yeah, man. Like he almost single-handedly took them to the finals last season. Like they were so hard. Oh, yeah. like James Harden was hurt as hell, man. Oh, yeah. He could barely, like, pass the ball. He was yeah. banged up so No, hard. he was bad. Kyrie like, wasn't it was playing. Bad. So, I mean, if – and I don't know what, what's going on with Kyrie. I don't know if he'll be playing at all. So, like, it's just going to be more sh- pressure on Mr. Harden or KD's shoulders. So, I guess that spot's kind of like a KD slash Harden 
spot for me. So yeah, I feel like my dark horse for MVP was uh James Harden out of the like my like honorable mention, I guess, for that was James Harden for me. Yeah. For that reason. Like, I think Kevin Durant's the one to sit out more likely than James Harden. James Harden would just be on his Houston shit. <laughs> yeah, no, because he can do it. Yeah, I mean he's proven it like since he's been traded from the Thunder. <laughs> he's been doing that, so uh yeah. That pretty much wraps that up. That's no. our NBA preview. No, no, no. No. Oh, what we got? Got Eastern Conference and Western Conference and finals. All right. You go first because I have to think of this on the fly because I didn't have that written down. My bad. No, you good. Uh, so, my e- I guess I'll start with the East. Uh, my Eastern Con- Conference final favorite is the Bucks. I, I just – so many question marks with Kyrie. I, I mean, I don't know if the workload's too much for those two guys over in Brooklyn. Like, they do have a good team, like, and they do have Cam Thomas. That helps a lot. Like, say what you will. Like, I mean, it looks like the boy can jack it from anywhere, any league. Like, it doesn't matter. He can put the ball in the basket from far distances. <laughs> uh, so, but with that being said, I mean, the Bucks. I mean, I just think they're a complete team and they have a great chemistry and they're basically just running it back. Like they didn't lose hardly any, like they lost like uh, Robin Bob- Lopez and like and Bobby Portis, I think. Like, no, Bobby Portis is back. They lost PJ Tucker, which was like two points a game <laughs> in 29 minutes, which nice. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of hard to bet against them. And then my dark, dark horse is the Hawks. Like, like I said, Nick McMillan, uh, what they were doing last year, like, they were literally running, like, okay, so, Eck, like, whoever would set a screen for Trey Young, he'd run by, and... It'd be a floater the, or a lob every yeah, time. Yeah, floater or no lob every time. Either it. either the, the guy guarding Capella would either come out and guard Trey, and he would just throw it to fucking Capella lob every time. Or they would stay on Capella and Trey Young would just get an easy floater because he doesn't miss floaters. And yeah, I mean, I mean Trey they're Young's doing that. Play. Like, what is that? Like, you just have to adjust. But like, I don't know. Like, it just uh, Nick Van Billen, like I said, coach of the year, probably. Like, well, the I could, thing I, is, like, if you go underneath to stop the floater, he's just going to jack it. Like, and that's I, the problem. All I'm, like, I, I don't want to, like, all I, the only reason I, yeah. So, like, what I'm saying here, I, I obviously I think it would either be the Bucks or the Nets. But do I want to fucking say the Bucks and the Nets? Like, oh, that that'd be like the most casual shit ever. So like, my Pure dark shock. horse is the Hawks. Yeah, yeah, I think for the East, I think I'm probably leaning the Bucks. I, yeah. I think I like the Bucks and the Hawks in the finals again. So you're right but there with the, me, friend. Yeah. I mean, pretty much the same reason you said, like, I mean, literally, you kind of, I mean, not saying you talked me into it, but I kind of felt the exact same way. Maybe the Sixers figured it out, but just probably not. Um, just in general, those just seem like the three best teams in the East. And I think, I just think the Bucks pull it out. I think the Bucks, I think the Bucks go back to the finals, which segues me to the West. I think. I want you to go first, because I don't think you, we have the same answer here. Mm. This is tough. I know one. The Lakers? Yeah, I mean, I think the Lakers are going to win the, the West, period. 
I don't really have like another team. That's my that's the second team I had written down. But the team that I like truly believe I that could win it all this season is the Nuggets. I just don't see it, man. I don't think they would I, I think they're I think the Bucks are just an awful matchup for them <laughs> if they meet them. And I think the Nets are also an awful matchup for them. I think at the bare minimum they could make it there. You know what I'm saying? I think oh, the, yeah. I think the East is superior. I agree with you. I like, think the East, like at the top, is better than the West, but I think the West top to bottom deeper. is better. Yeah. yeah. No, I like the I like the Nuggets in at plus a thousand value. Can't beat it with a stick, man. Oh no, not at all. But yeah, and uh, for my finals pick, the Wash King, baby. I think the Lakers. I think LeBron gets his fifth. Yeah, I have three teams written down. I have. Uh, the top of the Bucks for obvious reasons. Giannis is scary. He's scaring me. Um, got the Nuggets at plus two thousand five hundred. I have them second for the odds, and then third Lakers plus four hundred. Just because it's, I mean, plus two thousand James and Anthony Davis. Yeah, and <laughs> Russell. <laughs> yeah, can't forget that. Yeah, no. Um, so yeah, those are that will wrap it up for our NBA preview. And last but certainly not least, the exclusive EP of the week. The exclusive EP of the week. Indeed. The most you exclusive start it off? EP ever. Um, isn't this our second exclusive EP of the week? It is. It is indeed. That's rather crazy if you ask me. A banana's time to live in, indeed. Yeah. Um, for the first song... My first selection, I'm going ABC by the Jackson 5. It's a classic. You know, the old ABC, easy as one, two, three. That one? Yeah. That, you it's heard it. A, it's a classic bop. Makes me happy. It makes me dance every time I hear it. And um, if you haven't heard it, where have you been? <laughs> it was hey, Michael Jackson as now. A, Adolescent man, yeah, he's a small child. Okay, that's a great song, and yeah, with that, I'll pass it over to Mims for his first selection. Uh, my first selection, uh, you're probably not gonna like it a whole lot. Uh, The Language by Drake, just something I heard on my rotation the other day. That shit is just a bop, it's been in my head for a while, so I'm gonna give that a shout out. The Language by Drake, I don't know that song. Yes, you do. <laughs> I really don't think I do. Like, I I'm don't... not going to play it for copyright reasons. You can. But... <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to go look at it. You can play it for me later. Um, yeah. And with my second song, uh, some backstory behind this pick. My favorite band of all time, uh, Alive or Dead, is the Jimi Hendrix experience. One of my favorite songs from their numerous projects is Spanish Castle Magic. It's a classic. It's a great song. The guitar solos are crazy. Jimi Hendrix is quite possibly the best musician of all time. And the best guitarist of all time, for sure. Man, he's, got, he's got some good vocals. What's not? What's That's not? what I'm saying, but I'm saying the best guitarist of all time, for sure. Yeah, probably no, so. No, the, no, the man can no, wail yeah, with yeah. his mouth. Like, stop. <laughs> it. 
All right. So you should go listen to Spanish Castle Magic immediately. Mims. Oh, sorry. I didn't know you were you were throwing it to me on that. And for my last pick, I'm I'm picking a throwback as well. Uh, my prerogative by Bobby Brown. Yeah, interesting. You know that song? It's I my heard prerogative. It, sure. They say I'm crazy, but I don't give a damn. That one? I don't think so. We should definitely give it a listen. But yeah, that'll do it for the exclusive EP of the week. And you got anything else you want to say, Grant? Because we've been going probably a good long while now. Yeah. Um, the Red Sox officially have won 12 to 3 by now. And we're going to the World Series and we're going to win. And that's that. I hope everybody's sure. ready for that. And yeah, if you made it this far, thank you. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. And uh, you should continue doing that as we will continue to release episodes for you to listen to. And you should also tell a friend and you should follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the exclusive pod YT. That is also true. You should do all those things that my friend just told you to do. Um, I'm excited for basketball. Oh, yeah. My football team suck. I really need this. Uh, for the first time in my life since I was like 10 years old, I think my favorite sport right now is baseball, and that's just wrong. So I'm really banking on the Celtics to give me some life. As baseball is really about to end itself. So, yeah, I won't know what to do with myself if everybody sucks. And pray for my well-being and my teams to at least be okay. At least, yeah, at least, probably not. Probably not, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, Mims, anything you got to leave out with? Uh, fuck the Florida Gators. Mm, yeah. Fuck the Florida Gators. Interesting. All right. Well, I think that'll do it for this week's episode of the Exclusive Podcast Podcast, the most exclusive podcast on the planet. Um, Like I said, thanks for listening. And uh, until next time, take it easy. Say goodbye, man. Later. Fuck Florida. Yeah. Fuck Florida, I guess. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Later.